The Nissan Champions Trophy podcast is brought to you by Nissan, official sponsor of the 2017 ICC Champions Trophy. Nissan, proud partner of Cricketing Excellence. This is the third episode of this Nissan Champions Trophy podcast. I'm your host, Mzama Malloy, alongside Peter Davies. What's up, sir? Yeah, good to see you, Mzama. Great to be around after a fantastic victory by the Proteus. It didn't always look smooth sailing, but we got there. Okay, before we get there, before we get there, Peter, I'm going to throw in a bit of trivia first. Now, uh, of course, there was a certain gentleman who notched up his 25th ODI uh, century today, a man by the name of Hashim Amla. Now, the question is, who scored the very first century at an ICC Champions Trophy event? Uh, that's a goodie. That is a goodie. I'll I got you there. Brian, so you got me, that's okay. for sure. Okay. I don't know okay. about people okay. out there, okay. but you certainly got me. Okay, now uh, let's jump back into the Proteas. Proteas against Sri Lanka. We just w- witnessed them beating Sri Lanka by 96 runs. Wasn't always convincing. Wasn't always plain sailing, that's for sure. In the end, very convincing victory. 96 runs, you'll take that. And who knows? Mm. Uh, you know, it's uh, further down the line, we might need that convincing victory because who knows if rain comes into whatever. Uh, it's a good solid thing for, as far as a net run rate point of view is concerned. But yeah, South Africa batting first today, 299 for six. Uh, so Sri Lanka needed uh, exactly 300. Hashim Amla, once again, as yeah. you mentioned, absolutely brilliant from his 25th century. And, um, you know, cricket is, is a game so much driven by stats. Absolutely. And I'm sure you saw halfway through the innings there when they brought up that stat. He's the fastest batsman ever to 25 uh, ODI hundreds and by miles. Better, 151 innings. Better than a certain little master. Much, much better. Session took 234 innings to get there. Hashim, 151, i.e. 83 innings less hmm. than the little master. Anyone who's anywhere near him is Virat Kohli, 162. Those two are miles out in front of everyone. Ricky Ponting is fourth best. Session's third best, 234. Ricky Ponting, 279. And then you've got Sanath Jaisaria, 373. And Kumar Sangakara, 379. Now, Abis scored 2400s. Hmm. Yeah. So if he scores 100 in his next game, to get to 25, that'll be his 211th inning. So he's also 60 innings behind Hashim. Hashim is the hash, the man of the moment. But, you know, for the most part, South Africa, they, we batted first. We lost the toss, a new track, which is, which is strange in that itself. But we started a bit slowly. I mean, the first 14 overs, we only hit, what, four boundaries for South Africa. When Sri Lanka started batting, first 14 overs, they hit 12 fours and a six. It seemed as if we were either bad with the ball or we were just too slow when we were batting. It was weird. I mean, after 15 overs in the chase, Sri Lanka were, had nearly double what yeah, South Africa had exactly. in, in their thing. It was a very slow, very cagey start. I think the track wasn't that true. Uh, in fact, I think AB said that in the, his post-match comments mm. here. Uh, you know, in contrast to the opening game between England and Bangladesh, where it was very true and it came on nice and quickly. This was a little bit spongy, a little bit tennis ball bounce every now and then. So you're right. South Africa did start very circumspectly, but got very much better there. Yeah. And then uh, Quinton went out, 23, not a very fluent 23 yeah. from him. Uh, but then Amla and Faf Duplessis, brilliant knock from those two. They put on 145 for the second wicket. And South Africa was superbly poised at 180-odd for one. Yeah. Uh, with 15, 16 overs, and you thought, okay, well, here's, here's 300. 250 perhaps and, and then they lost their way until it almost seems like it's a trend at this ICC Champions Trophy where the guys are That's batting right. first they start well mm. and then when they're supposed to finish in the latter 10 overs it just goes right mm. you know? and, and, and bringing in the wicket taking strike bowlers, I think that's a, a very much a tactic mm. from mm. teams as well mm. instead of just letting see how things go yeah. and try and you know strangle the batting and, and contain the, the runs and that kind of stuff but it's, it's definitely bringing back your key strike bowlers at the right time and picking up wickets and that, what, that has yeah. been happening as you say and you know one of the frustrating things for me though Peter when we went into when we started bowling the length of time the amount of time it took for us to even get a wicket I mean it was frustrating in terms of 
seeing what we've put on the board mm-hmm. and then fail to actually make inroads as early as we should have, considering that we lost, we lost a wicket with, what, uh, 44, 44-odd runs on, on the board? It, it, you know, I'm, I, actually, no, I'm going to put in a new segment right now. Sometimes the best way to describe something is to put music to it. So for me, if I were to think of a song to surmise, summarize mm-hmm. the Pro Tears uh, Day today, it's a, a song from the late 90s, early 2000s by a South African group called Trompis. The song, Peter, is called Maribu Singh. It, oh. if, if you'll humor me, the song oh. goes, Sometimes or red, stop. Sometimes <laughs> or green, we are last. Sometimes <laughs> orange, we are and, and that's the thing. It seems like whenever you're watching the Proteus play, whether it's in tournaments or ODIs, I know, I know yeah. we're more settled in terms of te- in the test arena, but it just seems like you're never quite sure what you're going to get. It's like a box of chocolates. You're never sure, like Forrest Gump's, Forrest Gump said, you never sure what mm. you're going to get. Mm. But I'm tired of eating chocolates. I want. I need to be on a diet. I need something consistent. We need to. Uh, yeah. Look. I mean, f- quite frankly, I, I think we're okay. I, th- I think it was a, a decent enough start. You don't want to. You know. You want to keep some of your powder dry for yeah. later on in the tournament. You want to like be absolutely guns blazing. That's a mistake we've made in the past. Mm. We've come out and been superb. Quite frankly, I don't think our opening bowlers were good today. Kikiza went for 28 of the first yeah. four. Wayne Parnell went for 45, I think, of, of the first five as well. Yeah, so oh uh, for me, Wayne Parnell, and we, we've mentioned it a couple of times now already, you know, he's, he's they've given him the new ball. Yeah. And they, they could easily give it to Chris Morris. They could easily give it to Mornay Morka. They've given it to him uh, because they want him to do something with it, to strike with that new ball. But if he's going to go for 45 and five, yeah. then uh, he's going to have to look over his shoulder because obviously they went in with Mornay Morka today instead of uh, Andy Lepecha. And he got the breakthrough. Perhaps. Got the breakthrough. For me, this is a South African team for the tournament. Sure. This should not change. It's a very short tournament. Mm. Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'd go in with this 11 and my only possible change would be Parnell and Pech Lequire hmm. bracketed together perhaps. So if Parnell doesn't come to the party, then you've got somebody who's fairly similar to him in terms of giving you some all-round options and he might come in a little bit later on. Because as I say, you can open the... I mean, yeah. Fajisa is your number one strike bowler. Yeah. Mornay Walkle has had a career of opening the bowling and Chris yeah. Morris can do it as well. So it's not like you need Parnell to be opening the bowling. Hmm. So uh, he, he bounced back quite nicely, nicely towards the end. His last five overs only went for something like nine runs, but he was bowling to the tail end. So it, it sort of flatters his figures a little bit. But I mean, I think we need to chat about um, about that man, Imran Tahir. Unbelievable. I mean, he the commentators were calling the for him the entire match. The entire mm-hmm. time we were bowling anyway. Yeah. And I think, you know, and I think AB introduced him at the right time. And in fact... Even though it was during Imran's bowling, yeah. the turning point of the entire innings for me came with that run-out, the A.B. de Villiers yes. run-out. Because, I mean, Sri Lanka were cruising at that stage. Yeah. They were about 115-odd for two. They were well on target. They were way ahead of the rate. And I was starting to get a little bit twitchy in yeah. my lounge, to be honest. <laughs> and then A.B. with one of those incredible bouts of athleticism for no, which he's renowned. Yeah. And he's able to throw it off the wrong foot and still get enough power and, and accuracy as well. Exactly. And, I mean, that, those kind of things... They can, I mean, that really was a match-changing moment. And that, that catch as well that he got for Morris, I mean, it was insane. It was literally insane. But interesting bit, though, Peter, I have a question for you to ask. Is there some, um, could we say, is there really such a thing as a commentator's curse or commentator's rebuke? Because <laughs> there about, I could count about four instances in this match alone where the commentator said something, <laughs> or the commentator rebuked someone, and someone got out, and someone's decision was vindicated. I'll tell you what, Brendan McCallum just gave exactly. A.B. De the biggest <laughs> ovation. His box office, he's this, he's that very next ball. Go looked like a looked like a rank amateur, the way he danced down the wicket there. And, uh, I thought it was a little bit naughty of A.B., to be honest. I mean, yeah. obviously he wants to push things along, but uh, he, he could have also had one or two exactly. sighters, you know, yeah. maybe three, and, mm-hmm. then, <laughs> and then start uh, weaving his magic. So, yeah, it, I mean, that exactly. So that's exactly what Brendan McCallum did. 
Um, maybe if we just if we're touching on the South African English now, we should just mention towards the end there. You know, JP, nice nice little knock from him. Mm-hmm. He got a little bit obsessed with trying to work through the leg side at some stage, but uh, he came right towards the end, thirty eight off uh, off twenty balls. You can't argue with that. And Chris yeah. Morris again just comes to the wicket and he, and he just Smashes. gets going from ball one. Yeah. And again, nice little cameo from him, twenty, which got us up to three hundred. Uh, which I thought, you know, yeah, it's a good score, but yeah. it's it's not 100% full. No, not, not exactly, not exactly. Now, South Africa, they open Group B with a victory. Their next opponent is Pakistan. Speaking of Pakistan, Sean Pollock, the voice of Nissan at the ICC Champions Trophy, will be there as South Africa takes on Pakistan. You'll be there too. Will you be there too? Sean will be looking for the most passionate South African fans to feature in his video clips. Make sure you're supporting loud and proud. We're going to take a break and when we come back, we'll be talking about the biggest game in the world, or at least in cricket, and the answer to my trivia question. And we're back. But before we move on talking about uh, the match between Pakistan and India, Peter, I think we just need to give a bit more credit to that man Imran Tahir Coming in four for twenty-seven, he pretty much won the game for South Africa. This is unbelievable, and he, he showed just such great control as well. I mean, he always seems to do this. He comes on, mm. and in his very first over, he always seems to make an impact. Now this time, uh, it was Ab with a with a run out during yeah. the bowling of you know, yeah. but in the same over, he still got a wicket. Exactly. I think he got the LBW the very next ball, uh, a cup of Gadara. So uh, unbelievable stuff. And look at his figures. I mean. Uh, 8.3 overs, 4 for 20 sims, and not only picking up the wickets, exactly. but very economical, economical as well. But I mean, he was also just virtually every single ball that looked as though there could be a wicket. He had fantastic control. Uh, we all know how control, he didn't run off when he, when he when yeah, he, yeah, that, that's any time he, he loses his control when he goes charging off as if he's uh, as if he's Paul Pogba just scored the winning goal at Old Trafford there. But uh, it's, it's exuberance, it's he, he wears his heart on his sleeve, he's always hitting, hitting his. His heart with, with a Proteus yeah. badge there. It's, it's wonderful to see, and it's infectious. And it uh, rubs off on his teammate, and the energy levels just seem to go up a notch whenever he comes onto ball. So match-winning performance from him. Not surprisingly, he was named man of the match, and he's an absolute talisman for South Africa going forward. Now, Imran Tahir was born in Pakistan. Pakistan against India, the second match of Group B. They call it the biggest game in sport, at least in cricket, with over a billion fans across the globe tuning in to watch. And I'm sure there must be a, a fair number of super sport uh, viewers tuning in there, considering yeah. we've got exclusive rights. Absolutely. There'll be, I mean, millions and millions. It's, it's, it, as, you, as you say, it's, it's huge. Uh, not only on the field, off the field as yeah. well. Of course, the tensions and the cashmere and this and yeah. that. The fact that they hardly ever play uh, bilateral series against yeah. each other. But to be honest, I mean, if you have to look at it, you know, objectively, India have stolen a march on Pakistan mm-hmm. on the cricket field in the last few years. Absolutely. And I mean, it's, it's, it's of no real fault of Pakistan. We all know what wonderful cricketers they produce, but they just haven't been around. They just, mm. you know, obviously they can't play at home anymore. So they're having to play all their series in the, in the UAE. Um, and, and none of their players tend to play in the IPL as well. Yeah. And I think the IPL has just advanced the skill level of so many players from all around the world. And everybody gets to play, you know, in each other's team. So mm. they get to, there's no secrets anymore no. between all the top players, except, except for Pakistan, Pakistan. Yeah. who aren't there. So they're not privy to all the latest developments in the game and that kind of stuff. So that has hindered them a, a, a little bit, I think. And, um, and that has resulted in India actually over the last 
what, 10, 12 games they've yeah. played against each other. India have kind of held the upper hand, that is for sure. But you never know. In a one-off game like this, um, and particularly the first game as well, you never know. India might be slightly rusty. I think the smart money, though, must be on India. But mm-hmm. uh, Pakistan always have that ability to spring a surprise. Now, let's hear what our Nissan ambassador, Sean Pollock, has to say on this encounter. When it comes to big rivalries in the game of cricket, it doesn't get any bigger than India versus Pakistan. Unfortunately, because of the situations in their countries, they don't get to play each other as often as they used to. But when they do get involved, it's a massive match. And I think that's exactly what we're going to experience at Birmingham when India take on Pakistan. There's no doubt that India would go in as favourites. Pakistan haven't produced their best cricket as of late. And they've managed to beat West Indies. But of course, the West Indies didn't come to this tournament because they're rated number nine in the world. India, on the other hand, have come off an RPL and a lot of their star players are in good touch. They've also got someone like Virat Kohli who will be dead keen to prove a point as to his abilities after not having a very good RPL. So for me, I would say India go in with a clear favourite. But as regards to Pakistan, you never quite know what to expect. They do have the ability to surprise teams on their day. They're almost like the French rugby team. They can come up with anything on the day. And if they get their leg spinners and class batsmen to make a valuable contribution and Mohamed Amir with the new ball in his hand makes early inroads, you never know. But for me, the Indian batting line up very strong, and I think they've got a wonderful balance in their bowling department, some good seamers, wonderful spin options, and it should see India come out on top. That is, of course, if the weather in Birmingham plays its part. Well, Sean Pollock are going with the trend there in terms of saying that uh, it is India who probably will win it, but unless Pakistan do something, simp- do something mm. special... Uh-huh. My concern is, like we, like we did with Sri Lanka a bit, do we think we're being a bit dismissive of their chances? I don't think anybody could ever be dismissive of Pakistan because, as I said, they've got such wonderful you know, individual talent. Yeah. They've got, of course, South Africa's Mickey Arthur as their coach as well. Exactly. He's proved that uh, with South Africa, with Australia, that he can, you know, he can weld a disparate bunch together and make, make them a, a good team. I think if they are going to win Pakistan, it's going to be with their bowling. I think their batting is a little bit weak these days. They've lost some huge names in that middle order. They've got the youngster Baba Azam who's looking good. Azar Ali and Ahmed Shahzad at the top of the order, not too bad. But I think their strength lies in their bowling. Obviously, Mohamed mm. Amir, after his exactly. little misdemeanors, he's yeah. back now and bowling as well as ever. You've got Wab Riaz, who's fantastic he's as amazing. well. Left arm, quick, quick, quick. Uh, you've got those two. You've got a couple of spin options as well. So uh, I think if they are going to do it, they're going to have to hope that there's maybe a little bit in that edge baston pitch tomorrow and they get, they get the, the rub of that, uh, of that particular green. Uh, otherwise, I can only see uh, one result, quite frankly, and that's mm. India. When you have a look at India... And again, it's through the IPL, and, yeah. and they've just covered all bases now. Then, you know, the, their traditional weakness, weakness always used to be a lack of decent seam bowlers and quick bowlers. Now they've got a quartet of, of fantastic seam bowlers. I mean, any team would be for bowling at the death. Kumar. Kumar, absolutely. You've got him, you've got Bumrah, you've got Mohammed Shami, you've got Umesh Yadav. I mean, that, that, that's, a fant- that's a quartet to, to, to live with anyway yeah. in terms of, of, of seam quality. And, and then you've got your spinners as well, Ravi Ashwin, Ravindra Jadeja, and then the batting as well. So it really is. It's another great side. I mean, India, South Africa, Australia, England, those four, they really have got virtually all those, all those yeah. boxes ticked. I mean, when you, think of, uh, when you think of India and Pakistan, it's not only just the political rivalry. It's just you think of the passion on the, side, on the sidelines, two of the most fanatically supported teams yeah. literally on the planet at home in the diaspora. Yeah. And, and also, the nice thing is also huge expat communities in, in England Birmingham. as well. And Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, so there's going to be 
thousands of people there who won't even be able to get a ticket. I'm just hoping the rain plays along. Exactly. Because last yeah. time we had a game in Birmingham, it was another eagerly anticipated affair between Australia and New Zealand, two other great rivals. But they, of course, fizzled out. So hopefully tomorrow the weather's going to play along. But I see it is uh, the, the, the weather forecast is overcast. Yeah. So um, let's hope that we at least get a full game. Uh, and a full house of, of exactly. rowdy fans, and you know, you get a lot of dancing on, guy, on the sidelines. Yeah, I remember always watching the live Pakistan uh, broadcast, and there was always a guy who came, this old guy, in his full green and white regalia, and he was at every single test match with a long white beard. I can see him now, and and still doing it as far yeah. as I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he gets yeah. the finances from, but he's there all the time. Twenty odd years he's been doing it now, and uh, really colourful fans, and it's going to be a fantastic occasion. So, speaking of someone who's clearly this man tours a lot. Catch a glimpse of life on tour as the Nissan brand ambassadors Kajiso Keiji Rabada and Sean Pollock take over the Supersport Instagram pages during the ICC Champions Trophy. Hashtag moments that count. Now, Peter, before we finish off, I still have to give you that bit of uh, trivia. So are you going to... Just remind me of the question again. This is a very good one. I could always Google it, of course. Oh, come on. Come see, on, but, Peter. Uh, come on, Peter. Come on. You know what? I'll, uh, okay, the I qu- won't do. I the question is, The question is, especially off the back of... Four centuries scored at mm. the IC Champions Trophy already from three matches. So we're talking about the, be- the very first one, 1998. 1998. First Who scored one. Scored the very first century. Mm, at give the me a ICC clue. Champions what country Trophy. was it? Um, north of our border. North of our border, Zimbabwe. Let's go, Andy Flower. Mm, close, but no, no cigar. No, no cigar. Alistair Campbell? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I, there you go. Really? There you go. Yeah, there Campbell. you go. There you go. Okay. Zimbabwe's left-hander Alistair two. Campbell got scored. Got it in two. Exactly. <laughs> he scored the first century of the IC Champions Trophy on the 24th of October in 1998 in Dhaka against New Zealand. But it was in a losing cause, unfortunately. Now, uh, since you got that pick right, I just wanted to remind you that uh, you actually got uh, that pro tiers. That Proteus pick whether they're going to go for the all-rounder or the, or the outright seamer. So well done. Well I thought done they would do that. I thought yeah. they would do that, yeah. And um, as I said earlier, I, th- I think that should be the, that shouldn't change much now. I mean, mm. there's four more games and that's it. You've won the tournament. If, you, if you've won your next four games, boom. So no need to start chopping and changing the side at all, I don't think. Hmm. Now, uh, do you have a cricket-related question that you're burning to ask our Nissan ambassador, Sean Pollock, and South Africa's best cricket journals? Well, tweet at Nissan ZA or Facebook Nissan South Africa with your must-know cricket questions and Sean and the journalist could provide the answer on Friday the 9th of June. Follow Nissan South Africa on Facebook Live at 4 p.m. on Friday. Hashtag moments that count. And that's how we landed. Be sure to catch us in our next episode where we preview South Africa against Pakistan. Peter, looking forward to that? It's going to be a good It's a late one as well. I think it's the only late one, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. the second day it's night. It's sort of a day night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So looking forward to that. Uh, see you in the evening, folks. 